What makes a law firm? It's about passion, knowledge, understanding, and service. That's what defines Fluxman's. In this podcast series, we take you behind the desks of some of South Africa's smartest legal minds. Jonathan Shafir is a uh, commercial and civil litigation expert. He's also in insolvency and business rescue at Fluxman's. It's a pleasure to meet you. How are you, Jonathan? I'm good. Good. How, yes. how is the world of insolvency and business rescue? Um, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> is the economy conducive to your work at the moment? Sadly, it is. Yeah. But the problem is sometimes you're on the other end. You know, so you are bat- trying to bat away people that uh, want their money. Right. And that's not a pleasant experience. Which is which side do you prefer being on? I prefer chasing the money because then I'm acting for the good guys. Right. Um, the other side is not as pleasant because you're making promises that you hope uh, and pray your client will, uh, will fulfill, but you don't know. Right. And that's, that's a less pleasant uh, place to be in. I, this is the kind yeah. of stuff that people have in their heads when they think of lawyers being aggressive and hostile. And this is the stuff that you get sometimes involved in, right? And it can get very ugly. Well, the bottom line is that people get upset when you ask them to pay a debt that they owe. <laughs> I mean, how unreasonable. It's, it's exactly like that. It's a, I don't understand. Why is he being so, so vicious and aggressive? <laughs> you know, it, it could be possibly related to, to the money that you haven't paid him. You know? How about if you just paid? We wouldn't have this situation. No, but okay, but you, by the time they come to you, it's fairly desperate because they've obviously tried to resolve it amicably between the parties. So when they come to yeah. a lawyer, it clearly means business. Yes, I mean, the idea is everyone knows that law is expensive. So most of the time people try and deal with it on their own. Right. And when it drags out and the person starts ducking and diving, that's when you realize that they're not going to pay you and that's when you know you, have, you need an attorney, otherwise you're not going to get paid. So what's the most fun part of that for you? Well, it's not so much the debt collecting. It's, uh, other kinds of matters are more fun. So, I mean, debt collecting is part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are matters where there's, let's just say, an investigative aspect to it. Oh, yeah. Um, often you have disputes between partners in a, in a company and someone has been stealing. Uh-huh. But they've been stealing creatively. <laughs> <laughs> and it's interesting to look at the bank statements, to look at the, at the books of account, try and work out what's this, what this person has done. How have they done it? And then to try and, uh, you know, sort of confront them with that and use that to your, your client's advantage. You become like the financial FBI in a way, right? Well, I'm not an accountant, so you often, mm. you often need an accountant to guide you. But, you know, you get a feel for how it works. And uh, what's fascinating is to sort of follow that trail of what they've done, what, you know, where the money came from, where it went to, what has he done with it, to try pick at his excuses to try and explain what he's done. And sometimes it's yeah. exciting. It's exciting when you discover something that, uh, you know, like the smoking gun, then it's uh-huh. nice, then it's great, yeah. And when you win. Yeah, it's great when you win. Winning is wonderful. <laughs> losing, not so much. No. <laughs> no, no. But you have to kind of be okay with losing because it happens every now and then, no matter how good a lawyer you are. Yeah, every lawyer loses. That's sure. just a fact of life. In every case, there was a loser. So, And I'm sure that lawyer told his client that he had a good case, but he yeah. lost. So, and there could be a million reasons for losing. It's amazing when you're a lawyer, you have 
insight into people's lives and their behavior in a way that sometimes they don't necessarily want anyone else to know. Um, you, you get to see behind the veil in business, for example, you get to see what people are really like when exactly, yeah. they're in their office and what kind of deals they're really they really do. When they're under know. pressure and they're unhappy yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it yeah. almost a bit of a psychological experiment, huh? That's why the, this job is fascinating because you get a, a little insight into a whole wide range of people's lives. So like you sort of come into their life for a bit or sometimes not for a bit, sometimes for a couple of years. Right. And you get to, it's mostly business related. You know, you're not necessarily get to see into their personal life, but you get to see into their business, what they do, how it runs, you know, um, and you get glimpses of the, of the personal life as well. What's it like at Fluxman? You've been here for your whole career and you're not the only one. We've we've spoken to a few people who've been here from articles right the way through. Yeah. As I said, I refuse to leave, you know, (laughs) have they tried so many times, you know, that, uh, (laughs) And they just at, you, at first they asked me nicely, you know. Then it got a little bit more insistent, and uh, just every day, I, you know, I show up, I, ref- I sit down in my office, I yeah. start working, and you're driving them mad. It works. <laughs> <laughs> they keep you on board. You know, but, eventually they gave up. They just but said, there okay, must fine. be something about this place because there are a lot of people who have been here from the moment they walked in and started doing articles, and and until the present, some of them for twenty plus years. Well, there, there's a, an active attempt to to foster a culture of um, of acceptance, of sort of freedom, of mm. um, sort of a family type of feeling. Yeah. And um, there's not it's not as corporate. I mean, the, the clients are corporate clients, but the atmosphere is not as corporate as you might expect. I mean, it's a bit more of a you know they let you do your own thing, give you uh, room to to manage yourself. Provided that at the end of the day, you know, you deliver the goods. How do you think that differs from the big firms that make a lot more noise and maybe don't get that culture right? The, the sense that I get, uh, you know, I haven't worked there, so I can't say for sure, but the sense that I get that you are possibly micromanaged, that you have to account for sort of every three minutes of your time. Mm-hmm. You know, if you went to the bathroom or, or you went for a cigarette, you have to give a a detailed description of that and then and bill for it as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've heard too. So it's, and, um, if we both heard that, it can't be wrong. <laughs> yeah, maybe I, I might be exaggerating, but that's the sense I get, just to make the point. Uh, and the other thing is I have a feeling that the, the fee pressure is bigger and um, I don't want to be out of line, but it might create a, sort of an obligation on you to try and, uh, increase your fees and charge people mm. quite a lot. Yeah. And uh, you don't need lawyers with those kinds of reputations. Well, I think they have that reputation. And if you see the bills, then, you know, you, you can understand it's true. why. Yeah. Um, but that's one aspect of that. I think there's a lot of pressure there to achieve targets. Sure. And those targets are quite high. And then that's maybe passed on to the client. What, what do you like the most about being able to account for your own time, being able to come in and out, do your work, make sure that everything that you've, you've got to do, you get done without being micromanaged. I mean, that, that must make a well, huge I mean, difference. It, it makes your life flexible. So, I mean, yeah. you know, you, the things that you want to do that you have to do, like family-related, then you can do yeah. them without worrying. No one questions. No, no one is watching. You can come in whenever you want, leave whenever you want. But what you find is that people impose their own discipline on themselves. 
So I'll often work late. No one is watching me. No one knows that I'm here. I'll just do it because I, I want to finish the work. Now, if you've got work to do, that's interesting because some yeah. people like to take their stuff home. And do you keep a line between the office and home? I'm just not capable of working at home. Uh-huh. I've tried it yeah. once or twice. Too many distractions? And then it usually ends up with Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> and then law loses. Yeah, so it's just I just don't have that mindset to work at home, so I'd rather stay at the office. Also, you're surrounded by all the things that you need. You don't have to schlep all the files and everything is here, so I'd rather just do it, yeah. And how do you relax when you when you have a little bit of time off, maybe on weekends or when you do get home from a busy day and you, you don't have work to do? How do you relax? What do you do for for hobbies, well, yeah, for fun? Yeah, hobbies, um, I play guitar. I'm learning, okay. I'm learning to play guitar. When all right. I'm not a... I'm not going to judge. Yeah. Don't worry. Well, you yeah, haven't I don't, got your, you I don't got your bring gear. it with me. So, yeah, so yeah. don't don't panic. I'll send you my demo. Maybe, All right. Maybe okay. you can maybe you can do something for me. You know, maybe. What are we got drop it to going on at the moment? Have we got a little stairway to heaven? What are we playing with? We we sort of playing like blues, improvising. Oh, you know, I'll put on I'll put on a track. I'll improvise to it. That kind oh, of that's thing. fairly advanced. Um, in a way, but I mean, I'm also doing like a formal course. It's um, okay. through Trinity College in London. All right. So you're I'm, not messing I'm, around. Uh, no, I'm trying to. Yeah. What I've done for years is mess around, and now, <laughs> now you're taking it seriously. And, and now I'm trying to actually like formally sit down and 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 learn it. You know. Okay. What else? Um, so I mean, for exercise. Exercise, I like to do boxing in the mornings, but you're saying after work, sort of relaxing. Well, exercise, yeah. boxing, I mean, that's interesting yeah. too. Yeah, that's that's more of a fitness thing. I'm not, sure. not going to go for any titles uh, no. anytime soon. No, Although I'd like to think that, I'll, you know, that I would win it. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like you, with all the yeah, cases. In, you'd in like my own mind, I'm sort of you're, 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 a world you're, champion. You're probably yeah. better than I would ever be, so… <laughs> Take that from, from me. Um, now, do you do this meditation thing? I've heard you do. Yes, I use a, an app. Okay. Called Does it Heads, work? Called, absolutely. Headspace. Yeah, now I can't, uh, I can't claim to be a, a master, but it's, uh, it's really, really excellent. It's really okay. helpful in um, relaxation, focus, and um, sort of getting to know yourself without the, the noise. You know, there's a lot of background noise in your head at all times. I don't know if you – you may actually spend like months or years um, with that background noise in your head with, without ever like stepping out of it and just looking at it from afar. So you, you're always in it. You're like swimming around in it. Yeah. And you, it, you let it take you wherever, wherever, it, wherever, so wherever it wants to take you. I feel like I'm in therapy now because I, I, yeah. there's so much noise in my head I can yeah. hardly hear you. Yeah, and, but then and how does, never it, how does that make you feel? Ter- ter- <laughs> terrible, John. <laughs> Listen, what about tell me more about <laughs> what about the uh, the honest truth? I mean, a lot yeah. of lawyers know that it's a very bad idea to date other lawyers. I mean, what's the situation in a firm like this? Yeah, any firm really, but lawyers shouldn't really try to mix work and pleasure. I don't know about that. Have you dated wow. lawyers? I have dated lawyers, yeah. Dated Is it more or less pleasant than people who are not in the law? I think it's the same. It's just that you can discuss law. That's the only difference. I don't think there's much <laughs> of a difference. Do you want to discuss law with your partner? You don't want to, but yeah. if they're going through some stress that's law-related, yeah. they can at least convey to you and you understand what the stress is. You know, Whereas I think if you have a partner who's nowhere near law, you can't, yeah. you can't explain to them why, why you're stressed or upset or... 
do you have a standard answer for people who ask for free legal advice? I usually try and give an answer. Really? Yeah. That's nice of you. Most people wouldn't. I'm also just generally, I'm naturally curious. So if oh, you okay. start telling me a story about some issue that you had, it might be a small issue, it might be a big issue. I'm just curious. I want to know what it's about, what happened. I don't want to have like a three-year then ongoing like relationship with you, but, uh, but I'm interested to know what your story is, you know. Okay. So, um, you know, you always learn interesting things from anyone that you talk to. So you pick up something from any, any conversation that you have. Well, talking about that curiosity of yours, yeah. I know that you said you've got a, a new interest in anti-corruption law. And particularly the anti-corruption law in the U.S. But, I mean, we've got – there's a there's fertile ground in South Africa at the moment. You've been watching what's I going on in the news. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing going on in no, the news. No. no, South Africa Boring, is, right? is, is relatively corruption-free. Yeah, yes. sure. Yes. So, in other words, that's, it's a good thing then that you're in commercial and civil litigation. Yeah, it, it barely comes up. I haven't heard of many incidents yeah. – uh, but I'm, it, I'm not aware of anything. All right, but seriously, it is fascinating. And and what are, I mean, what are our? Do we have anti-corruption laws, and are, are they enforceable? Is the NPA sitting on their hands? I mean, what's going on here? You know, uh, our main piece of legislation, which is the Prevention and Combating of Corrupt Activities Act, is actually a. It's an excellent piece of legislation. It's very thorough. It's is it sitting on a shelf? Has nobody looked at it for four years? Uh, it's similar to other things that just hasn't been, it's not implemented yeah. for, you know, f probably for political reasons. Why do you say it's good legislation? If you, if you, it's very thorough. Mm -hmm. the, it covers everything. It goes into a lot of detail. Um, you'd actually be surprised at how wide the offense of corruption is. It goes much further than paying a politician. It goes much further than that. There are all kinds of scenarios that uh, you wouldn't think are corruption and fall under that definition. There's also, I mean, there's all kinds of very useful things in there. There's, um, there's a provision for a lifestyle audit, mm -hmm. which I don't think many people are aware of. But uh, That's interesting. Yeah. Now the question is, I don't understand why they don't use that. Yeah. Because there's a provision where you can go to a judge and ask for an order for someone's lifestyle to be audited to see if they are living beyond their means and why where that money came from. So uh, there's a lot of prime candidates for that, but it's just probably the resources aren't there wow. to do it. Listen, I mean, if, you, if you're looking for uh, an area of law to expand into, mm. this, is, this is very good territory. But the problem is that law is solely falls under the NPA. Yeah. It's not something that private people... Well, maybe there is an angle where you can pursue it through a private prosecution but, but then that's, that's, a, hell to, of a, that's yeah. a hell of a difficult they have to release it basically yeah and what they might do is they might sit in it and not release it uh, but at the same time not follow through but that's it falls under the uh, sort of under the power of the NPA and you just have to hope that the NPA uses the tools that are available because the tools are all there okay well that's yeah. uh, in some way that's comforting um, because I haven't heard anyone standing up for our anti-corruption legislation before. So you've taught me a lot. And I, I hope think on paper it's excellent. It's just the problem is it sits on paper. So. Well, I, yeah, yeah, I hope one day yeah. that this is something you can get your teeth into. It certainly sounds like you want to. Well, um, yeah, the difficulty is that it's, it's a prosecutorial it thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not a, it's not really a private thing. Um, but if you understand the law, then 
in in commercial cases that kind of activity comes up quite often so you can maybe identify corruption when you see it and identify that that's a crime that's that's been committed and then use that for purposes of a commercial case right yeah well jonathan pleasure to talk to you and thank you very much for uh, sharing some of your story with us i hope that you continue to have a very good time here at, at fluxman's and that none of your colleagues give you any uphill well yeah that can't be guaranteed I think. <laughs> but yeah thanks thanks very much it was, sure. a, it was a pleasure nice to talk to you you've been listening to fluxman's attorneys for the love of law for more information go to fluxman's.com